This episode of the Power Connect podcast is brought to you by Get, the global energy transition. Does it rely too much on the fossil fuels? You know, you wish you were further along with alternatives, but we've got to be realistic about it. I do think we could be more aggressive, but we are where we are. So let's take this as a, an important starting point and really put that money to use correctly. We don't want to see the kinds of things that are being uncovered now on the misuse of money for that it went to children in, these, in the programs that we've had after COVID. Welcome into the Power Connect Podcast. I'm your host, Fred Davis. Episode 42 of the program rolls along as we get ready to put September behind us. Happy fall, by the way, to everybody. Uh, again, it's still hotter than the Dickens here in Houston, but that's no surprise for those of us that have been here for any amount of time. But for the rest of you who have gotten all pumpkin spiced out, who are, you know, we're, we're full swing into football right now. Rock Chalk Jayhawk, everybody. You know what I'm talking about with the 4 no Jayhawks. Watch us, folks. We're coming. But no, it's a great time to be alive. It is a great time seasonally-wise right now. Of course, real quick, our, our, our thoughts are with everybody over in Florida right now as Hurricane Ian is bearing down uh, over uh, to Cuba. And then, of course, it's going to be headed to uh, the west coast of Florida, which doesn't happen very often. So, again, we're... we're we're watching that for you, everybody, and hopefully, uh, again, we know what these things are going on. And look, it's climate change, right? Which is why part of the reason why we have this podcast out right now. Uh, let, let's let's see if we can uh, let's see if we can make some changes, folks. And uh, of course, that starts by listening to the podcast, which I appreciate each and every one of you for doing. So let's get this thing rocking and a rolling on this. Tuesday. Different little spin that we've doing on the show today. I uh, had a chance to go to the Forward Party Kickoff Convention this past weekend here in H-Town, courtesy of uh, my very good friend, the Honorable Judge Mike Fields. Shout out to my boy, Mr. Mike Fields, a great A human being, if I do say so myself. He was on one of the panels uh, at the Forward Party Kickoff Convention over this past weekend about how the coalition can grow. And of course, uh, my man stole the show. And of course, anybody that was there will tell you the same thing. But these three people were also there. Uh, Mr. Andrew Yang, former Democratic presidential candidate in 2020. Christine Todd Whitman, who is an absolute stalwart when it comes to uh, the, not just the Republican Party, but also just from a political standpoint. And you're going to hear that from her today. And then, of course, uh, local politician, Mr. Bill King, who kind of heads up the Houston side of things when it comes to the forward party, had a chance to chit chat with him. And of course, uh, he ran for mayor way back when in 2015 and, of course, does some things still politically and locally in the city of Houston. So had a chance to catch up with all of them, get their thoughts on exactly, you know, look, how are you going to make some hay uh, being a third party? We know where these things have gone in the past. What makes y'all different? And, of course, you know, let's get to the to the crux of it. What are your energy policies? What are your thoughts on what it's going to take for us to be energy independent? And, of course, what were your thoughts on the Inflation Reduction Act? So we start off with Mr. Yang, then we go to Governor Whitman, and then we round things out with... Mr. Bill King. Real quick, I got to shout out once again to Miss Mary Anna Mancuso, who helped facilitate these three interviews. So big shout out to Miss Mancuso. And then again, shout out to the Honorable Judge Mike 
Fields. All right, folks, hope you guys get ready for, again, a great podcast. When we finish this thing up, we'll give you a little glimpse of what's coming up over the next couple weeks. We've got some other announcements coming up as well. Uh, Episode 50 is right around the corner, so definitely stay tuned for that. But without further ado, please welcome to the program, live on location this past weekend at the Forward Party Kickoff Convention, please welcome Andrew Yang, Governor Christine Todd Whitman, and Bill King. The Forward Party is trying to put forward practical solutions that help people and communities. And the unfortunate thing is when you talk to Republicans or Democrats about energy, you very often get ideological responses and approaches that may or may not match up with the reality on the ground or the numbers. Uh, So hopefully we can bring some common sense and a middle ground to a discussion that's vitally important to everyone in the country. Why is Houston so important for the Forward Party and kind of what are your thoughts on being here and uh, with this convention and then especially with it being the energy capital of the world, what kind of message can you guys share with the folks here today as far as what you want to do energy related wise? Uh, Houston is truly the energy capital uh, of the country and it's a natural hub and launching off point for Forward because uh, it's purple, uh, it's cosmopolitan, uh, it has been growing uh, in a way that a, a lot of communities can look up to and admire. Um, so our, our goal is to advance solutions starting here in Texas and Houston uh, has been one of our, our largest concentrations of support. Uh, so we're thrilled to be here and we think that if we can make changes here in Houston and Texas, then it can be impactful for the entire country. Your thoughts on the Inflation Reduction Act, did it do enough, and where are you at as far as, I know a lot of folks are saying we need to stop investment in fossil fuels, kind of where you stand on things right now? Uh, Again, I'm for whatever uh, the the data shows uh, is effective, uh, and I'm frustrated by the increasingly incoherent uh, exchanges (laughs) that, that are taking place. Uh, politically because the, the fact is most politicians now respond to uh, folks in their own base uh, and on social media, uh, most of whom have kind of a loose relationship with uh, what might be the, the best solution in real life. Um, and we know that our politicians, unfortunately, sometimes uh, can succumb to those kinds of, uh, so of pressures, and that's what the forward party wants to correct. What's the biggest thing the forward party needs to do? I mean, look, I, you know, my, my podcast covers the whole gamut of energy. Some folks have said that's a little too ambitious. Some might say the same thing when it comes to the forward party, given how partisan we've become. What's the number one challenge you and this party need to overcome if you're going to make a, make some hay in 2024? Oh, what's, what's fun is that people listening to this, uh, the odds are that you're uh, independent or kind of tired of the, uh, the two major parties because the majority of Americans now Uh, want some kind of alternative. So when you talk about our ambition, um, the fact is if we can present a real choice and inject dynamism into the system, then millions of uh, Americans and Texans will embrace it. Just the question is whether we have the resources and organizational ability to get on people's ballots, to advance candidates, and to make it make sense for people who want to be leaders of the next generation to join us. Um, But you know, I'm a business person, uh, and most business people, I think, um, are sick and tired of the dysfunction and just want things to work better. Get you out of here with this. What's the last thing you and this party need to do over the next few months uh, leading into the midterms? 
Uh, well, we're, we're getting behind a uh, ballot initiative in Nevada that would open up the primary system and make it so anyone can vote for uh, anyone of any party. Um, there are candidates around the country that we think are aligned with us, including Evan McMullen, uh, who's running for U.S. Senate in Utah as an independent. I uh, think that he can be uh, a real force in the Senate because he's already said he's not going to caucus with either party. Um, so we have some races that we're focused on even now, but we're here for the long term. We're going to build a durable, viable party here in Texas and around the country because it's what the people want. And you? Uh, no, I'm here in Houston make, making it happen. Break down from a 30,000 foot view your thoughts on where we are right now in the energy transition. Well, unfortunately, what you said initially is is a real part of the problem. Is we could we can solve this and work toward a solution on this in a way that increases our economic output. It, we don't. It does, it's not an either or, but we are so the partisan divide is such that the parties, the two major parties, want to keep the issue going, and that's very dangerous for us because we've all seen that we didn't get the message this summer, we're never going to get it. Mother Nature is not happy with us right now. And there's a thing called climate change that is real. So we need to solve our energy issues. But there isn't one answer that's going to do it all. It's going to take time. I mean, I'm all for renewables, but they're not, still not base power. They're still basically peak shaving. And so we need something that's a transition. I happen to be one of those people who supports nuclear energy. And I think we're making a mistake in moving away from it. But now you've got so many small modular reactors coming on board that we could develop that we can be at the forefront of that. And the rest of the world is moving more nuclear and we could be producing the parts. We can be producing the nuclear reactors, those, those SMRs, and that could be a wonderful job creator. And so we have to get over some of our biases on things like that, but we're going to need some of the some of the fossil fuels for a while. Uh, certainly natural gas is better than coal, so let's work toward that. And then there'll be a day when we can rely on renewables, but that's not gonna be for a while, and we need to recognize that. I know you probably haven't a chance to get into the, you know, oodles of what the IRA says, but I mean, maybe the nuts and bolts of it. Does the Inflation Reduction Act and, you know, with the climate measures that are in there, the money that's gonna be put out, does that do enough or is that a start to where we're going? And does it kind of shade a little too much on the fossil fuels as well? It's certainly a start. There's no question about it. And it is a way to emphasize the fact that this is a real issue that the administration is taking seriously and that the rest of the world needs to as well. Certainly this country needs to take it seriously. Does it rely too much on the fossil fuels? You know, you wish you were further along with alternatives, but we've got to be realistic about it. I do think we could be more aggressive, but we are where we are. So let's take this as a, an important starting point and really put that money to use correctly. We don't want to see the kinds of things that are being uncovered now on the misuse of money for that it went to children in, these, in the programs that we've had after COVID. And we can't have that sort of thing happen. We've got to make sure that we have a proper oversight of these programs because we want the money to be go where it's meant to go and start to work toward the solutions we need. Get you out here with this. What is the forward, what, what made you decide to, you know, uh, lend your political expertise and your support of the forward party? And what can the forward party do when it comes to bridging some of these energy conversations? Well, that's what forward is all about. It's about solving problems and about empowering people 
to be part of those solutions. What we're doing when we come to a place like this here in Texas, in Houston, is, is we're asking people, what, are your, what do you say are the big problems? Here, not what Washington says they are, what do you say they are, and how do you think we should be addressing them? What, do you, what are you comfortable with as we move forward? The thing about the forward party is it's not going to be like any of the traditional parties because we will support Democrats and independents and Republicans as long as they believe in empowering the people, um, ensuring our democracy, and will work toward the two positions that we think, policy positions that are very important, which is ranked choice voting and open primaries, so that everyone's voice will be heard. And it means it's worthwhile to vote, even if you live in a district that may be 100% the other party. You know there are people there who are not that way. And if you have those open primaries or ranked choice voting, then your vote really makes a difference. We have two political parties that want to go one extreme or the other. You know, wind and solar are not ready yet. We can't shut down all the gas. Okay, real quick, let me stop you there. When you say they're not ready yet, as far as... We don't as have enough storage capacity. Okay. Yeah. By the way, we had something interesting, you might be interested in this. Uh, we had a, a group of all subject matter experts mm -hmm. that studied the grid collapse. Right. And we did three webinars on it, and it's then these guys really got into the details of it. And there were people that had been in the industry before. Got, okay. One guy bought uh, power for AT&T. One guy was on the board of, of uh, the San Antonio City Councils. You know, they have a municipal. Sure, yeah, so yeah, there's yeah. people that really understood the issue. What, CPS? Yeah. Okay. And, and, and what, we, what came out of that is that there's no black and white here. Absolutely. There's all shades of gray. And like you say, we're going to need all of this stuff because we're consuming more energy all the time. State's mm -hmm. growing. And so we can't afford to just throw anything away out of the mix. Um, you know, I think that... Um, I think that there's going to be fracking for a really long time. And I think that Houston could be sort of the world leader in showing other countries how to do that. There's frackable fields in China and in India, South America. They're not being fracked right now. The UK just started doing it again. Yeah, right. And some of that's, you know, some of it is polit political issues. They don't have the right legal structure like we have here in the States. But natural, you know, most of the reduction in admissions over the last several years has been switching from coal to natural gas. And so um, I, I think that we've got to have sort of all the above strategy. Frankly, I don't think we can completely overlook nuclear. I think we've got to go back and take a look at that, especially with the new technology that's out there, these small array reactors. And look, I think Houston's uniquely positioned to lead all of that. Texas is uniquely. But, you know, it'd be nice if we had some political leadership that could say that as opposed to getting up and screaming, you know, the Green Deal's terrible, no, we got to do the Green Deal. I mean, come on, you know, we need to have some kind of moderation, some common sense, you know. So where does the forward party, I know just from talking to Governor Whitmire and talking to Mr. Yang, that, you know, the forward party kind of, obviously they're, you know, trying to bridge that gap. What are the challenges, though, that you just alluded to, though, as far as trying to get that common sense message out and, you know, parsing through the noise, because obviously one side's going to shout you down, the other side, side may shout you down. How do you get through that? So there's a couple of things. One is, um, when you actually look at the polling, the two political parties are very unpopular today, more unpopular than they've ever been. There's a chunk of the United States and Texans, 50, 60 percent, that really don't like either party. Those people don't have a voice right now, and they are shouted down by the two sides. 
we want to provide that middle part of the spectrum of voice. And so that's what we're trying to do. Now, the two parties make it as hard as possible for you to compete in elections. They try to keep you off the ballot. Yeah. And they screw, but we're determined that we're going to make this happen in 24. So the folks that are sitting here listening, saying, all right, you guys are saying all the right things, and Lord knows this has been tried before. What's the forward party going to do differently to get that 50 to 60 percent that feels jaded? So I would disagree that it's been done before, because the, the, the two most recent third party movements were organized around a presidential campaign and a particular presidential candidate. Right. And when that candidate lost, all the air went out of it. I don't think we're even going to have a presidential candidate in 24. Okay. We're going to be concentrated on bound out. We're not building a party for 24. We're building a party for the next two decades. And we're going to be running people in city council races and school board races, state house races. And we're going to build this from the ground up so they can be a, a, a you know viable third party option for people for decades. Okay. All right. I, I like that approach. And so I'll get you out of here with this. Um, how important is it for this thing to kick off here in Houston? Like I said, you're no stranger to the political scene here in H-Town. Uh, just what does it mean to have this in your backyard? Well, you know, obviously I'm very proud that we're doing it here. Um, the of, of, of all the states, the two that are the furthest along in this right now are Texas and Connecticut, okay. interestingly enough. And so we had actually scheduled this as just a Texas convention, and we were only expecting a couple of hundred people. And as of this morning, we had 1,300 people registered to show up. I don't know how many are going to show up, but it's a lot. And so we decided, let's just go ahead and make this the national kickoff in Houston since we have a more mature organization here than a lot of other places. Absolutely. And folks that want to get involved or want to hear more about the Forward Party uh, are intrigued by what the three of you have had to say today. Where can they go find out more? Forwardparty.com. Thank you so much to Andrew Yang, Governor Whitman, and Bill King for making this happen this past weekend. Again, great job. Don't know where the forward party's going to end up. Got some work to do if you ask me. But look, at least they're trying to do something. So I guess uh, there's something to be said for that, correct? Once again, you can catch all of the Power Connect episodes over at Apple iTunes, Spotify, and of course on the website as well, thepowerconnect.net. If you listen to us on Apple, give us a five-star rating. Listen to the entire podcast. Helps with the algorithm. And as we like to say, we just think we do a dadgum good job. Got some great episodes coming up this week. Magnus Thomason, CEO, co-founder of Highstar. They're doing big boy things in the green hydrogen space. We've got Mr. Matt DeLorenzo, author of the new book, Tightwad, How You Can Buy a EV on the Cheap. And Mr. Brad Wills, longtime executive with Schneider Electric. Going to be chit-chatting with him a little bit about what's going on in that space and what Schneider's up to. So a lot of good things. And, of course, we've got a handful of other folks. We've got probably a seven or eight, nine, maybe ten-person queue going on right now. You want to be in that queue? I know you do. Follow us on LinkedIn, Fred Davis and or The Power Connect. And then, of course, you can also reach me by email, fred at thepowerconnect.net, fred at thepowerconnect.net. Do it. Do it now. Want to thank all the guests, the audience, everybody for tuning in without you doing what you do. We couldn't do what we do. This has been the Power Connect Podcast, connecting the energy transition one conversation at a time. Wake up, all the builders, time to build a new land. I know we could do it if we all lend a hand. The only thing we have to do.